Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of The Beauty Room. If you don't already know, which I'm sure you do, my name is Tatiana, and I'm going to be the host of this podcast. I am so excited. You have no idea. I've wanted to start a podcast for a while, and I kind of just put it on the back burner because I didn't think anybody would listen to it. But a lot of recommendations to start one. So I'm so excited that you guys want to hear more and that we're going to get to connect on this deeper level. So that's going to be really cool. I wanted to start a podcast because I really wanted to connect with you guys on a deeper level. And I think this will allow us to do that. And it'll just be more personal. You know, I'm going to have like a question section at the end where I'm going to answer a bunch of questions that you guys can submit. And I'm going to share my website with you guys, obviously, so you guys can do so. But I think it's going to be really cool. We'll talk about a lot of different topics. I want to talk about everything. You tell me what you want me to talk about. I want to talk about beauty, obviously, since it's called the beauty room. But more than that, I want to talk about relationships, healthy habits, what you know I think benefits me through my life, anything you guys want to know, advice, sex, anything. I really don't care. I'll talk about anything. And if you know me, you know that I am very, very, very open and outgoing. So I'm just so excited, guys. So let's talk about how this podcast is going to be structured, just so you guys know, coming in to listening every week. I'm going to go over a few different topics. We can do a poll on my Instagrams and socials. I'll do it every week and ask you what you guys want me to talk about more so on each podcast. So we'll talk about that, get into depth with that. And then the end of the podcast, it'll be a question segment. And who knows how long that'll take depending on how many questions we have. But I'm also going to share my website with you guys that will have um, a question poll on there where you can just submit your questions at any time of the day, any day, doesn't matter. You submit it. And then if it's submitted before I record, each week's episode, then we will go over them. And I'm so excited about that because this is what I feel will really connect us together as a community because it'll be cool. You can submit a question and I will literally read it out loud. So I feel like that's really cool. If I was listening to a podcast, I feel like that would be just a really awesome aspect of the podcast. But yeah, again, so excited. I really do appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. And I'm just so excited to see where this will go. It'll just be very, very cool to have this extra avenue to express myself because I really don't feel like I have enough ways to express myself. I, Most of you know me through TikTok and Instagram, and I do express myself a lot there, but I feel like sometimes I'm just kind of closed off to what my niche is, which is beauty and skincare, and which I absolutely adore and love talking about that because it is my passion. But I feel like this is just kind of like you're on a phone call with your bestie, which this is what the vibe that I'm going for, for these kind of podcasts. So yeah, I am so, so, so excited. Eventually, I'd love to have some guests on as well, like to get different insights from different questions or topics that we're talking about. So I think that would be also very, very cool and fun. But for this episode, I really wanted to just do more of an intro and just talk about how I got here and how I got into this industry, because I'm sure you guys are all kind of wondering. Um, so yeah, I have always been obsessed with makeup and beauty. It's always been my passion since I was a little girl. And actually, I've been around it since I was born, 
My mom owns a salon. She's been an esthetician for over 25 years. So I've learned everything through her and she's so, so inspirational and knowledgeable in the field. And I give all my knowledge and love to her because she really is the one who introduced me to all of this. And I'm forever thankful for that because everyone says we're twins and we clearly are in a lot of aspects because we have the same love for beauty and just making people feel beautiful in every single way, which is literally what I was destined to do. I swear I was destined just to be an advocator for everybody and just to tell you to embrace your natural beauty and show off everything that God gave you because, you know, he made you perfect for a reason. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of people ask if I'm an esthetician, etc. I am not, I, but I've learned from a very, very knowledgeable one. So <laughs> I hope that makes you feel better when you're taking advice from me. But while we're on the topic of skincare, I think something that we should talk about here is something that you've definitely seen all over TikTok and even all over my TikTok, skin cycling. Skin cycling is the hottest trend in skincare right now. And I'm going to tell you all about it because it truly is amazing. It was actually invented by this dermatologist called Dr. Whitney Bow, I think is her name. I will put this in the description of this podcast in case I did mess it up, but her name is Dr. Whitney Bow, and she basically created this skincare regimen to make your skincare at its best, you know, potential. Like it really does reveal that glass skin. And how you go th about skin cycling is the first day is an exfoliation day, so liquid exfoliating, whether that be whatever you want. But for, for me personally, I like the um, Paula's Choice BHA liquid exfoliant for my liquid exfoliator option. And the second day is you're going to go in with your retinol or your tretinoin, whichever one you're using. And this is the day where you want to do less is more. You want to just focus on your tretinoin. I liked it, the sandwich method, so I like putting a hydrating serum before I use my tretinoin just because I don't want to damage my skin barrier, and personally, I just don't think that you need to go that rough on your skin because it's a very, 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 very potent ingredient. So, And then the next day is recovery. They, they recommend people with oily skin only do one recovery day, but I do two because I have very combination skin. And I've done skin cycling for literally a year now. And I've noticed that when I only do one recovery day, my skin tends to go on the drier side. But if I do two recovery days, it stays nice and healthy, plump, and I really don't have to address that dryness situation. So this is what that's what I do. Mine's a four-day routine. Some people do three, some people do five. It really just depends. But then you just continue to repeat this cycle until the end of time. But this is such a hot topic right now and I've get I've gotten so many questions about this because I do post a lot about it and it really has helped my skin. So I did want to talk about that because I feel like a lot of people that follow me and a lot of people that are, you know, listening to my avenues of social media want to know that kind of stuff. So if you haven't tried skin cycling, you should definitely try it because it's amazing. Super, super, super amazing. And all credit goes to her. She's very, very knowledgeable and has really started this crazy trend on TikTok or just in general. Skin cycling is pretty nuts. And I actually had a reporter 
reach out to me wanting to do a article on my skin cycling routine and what I think about skin cycling. So I think that's super cool. That'll be really fun to see an article about me on Allure. So yeah, but yes, skin cycling is a go. I absolutely love it. And I think that you should definitely try Definitely, Jesus, definitely try it if you're interested. And again, we'll have our questions um, at the end of every episode, but I don't have any questions yet, obviously, since it's the first episode. So um, another thing I did want to touch on is something that a lot of people have been asking me about. A lot of people have been asking me about my fitness journey, what I do, my routines, what I eat, all that stuff. And I think I want to touch a little bit on that because I do want to set the record straight when it comes to fitness and how I got here and why I also love it. Basically, I love everything beauty, fitness, wellness, just making yourself a better person, I think, is my passions, you know? But... I did want to get into a little bit about fitness. Um, I personally think I'm in the best shape that I've ever been in my life, ever, even for my wedding. Once I had my wedding, I lost like 10 pounds. It was crazy. And like, it's more so that I'm not so strict. I was so strict before my wedding. And don't get me wrong, I did feel great and confident. But I feel so confident now, like more than I have ever felt in my life. And so I did want to share a little bit about that because I don't want people to just think that I always was confident and always felt this way. I've had a very, 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 very long and complex journey with fitness and health and food. And it's just been a very, very long, long journey. And I'm open about it all. So let's talk about it. (laughs) Unfortunately, when I was younger, I had a very um, distorted view of myself. I really did not view myself as, I don't know, pretty, good enough. I really don't understand why I thought this way, but I, it all really started with, um, and I'm not putting this on like divorce or anything like that, but my parents split up when I was around nine. And, um, I think that my parents are very different. So my mother's very, very healthy and she, you know, is very wants to nourish your body kind of mother but my other <laughs> party my father it wasn't like that so I think that dual like life that I kind of had gave me a weird um relationship with food because when I was with her I would eat really healthy and nutritious meals and she cooked so much but when I was with him I wouldn't I would eat junk and I was young I was nine so it just gave me a very weird relationship with food because I felt, I think I, since I was so young, I felt like, oh, I, ha- I, I can only eat that kind of stuff when I'm with him. But when I'm with her, like, I have to be good. So I think, I think it led to kind of more like a, like, oh, like, I just need to eat all of it because I can only eat it here. So I think maybe I didn't, so I didn't have like a binge eating disorder, but I definitely like had a weird relationship with junk food and just food like that. So I think that's when my relationship with food kind of started. And then I started getting older, 16, actually before that, when I was like 14, maybe I started like going through that period where you, you know, you see social media and all these, and back when I was that age, everything was like Victoria's Secret models and these skinny, 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 skinny models. And I think that the social media got to my head and 
I really then had a really bad relationship with food because I became anorexic and I, you know, I really had a bad relationship with food and I lost so much weight and I was so unhealthy and I did so much damage to my body. Long story short, I did so much damage to my body that my years ahead would with food and with my and with weight and with working out was just so distorted and not correct or the right just it was just not the right way to do anything. So, I went through a really weird period when I was like 15 all the way till I was like 17 maybe with food and working out. It was either very very extreme or none at all. It it was either I was not eating anything. I was eating a saltine cracker a day or I was eating normally, but I was at the gym for four hours a day. Like it was just a very unhealthy relationship with working out, exercising, any of that stuff. I feel like around senior year of high school, I was, it was 2015. I kind of just like started like not really caring, like in a way where I was healthy. Like I really was healthy and I, you know, I worked out healthy. I didn't, I ate healthy. Everything was in moderation. So I feel like it kind of something just snapped in my head, which is not typically how it happens, which I'm very thankful for, but something just snapped in my head. I just started like living my life, going to the gym when I wanted to, eating what I wanted to, but still being cognitive about like nutrition and stuff like that. And I felt really, really good. And that's the same summer I went to college And when I went to college, I, you know, everybody drinks and (laughs) does all that stuff. And surprisingly, I was very, very good about it. I really, I didn't gain the freshman 15. I didn't do any of that. But I, you know, we had a meal plan and I was in a sorority and we were eating just a bunch of just random stuff. So I think that lifestyle change for me, I was, I started becoming uncomfortable in my body again. And when I came home that summer for freshman year, is when I really got into that like nutrition and like I got to go to work out and I can only eat healthy stuff and blah, 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 blah. Again, so now I'm kind of spiraling back into this like weird, weird relationship with food and working out. And then, well, I had met my now husband at the time, um, my freshman year of college, and he was super into working out, but we were long distance, so I really didn't like have him there to like, you know, like work out with me and stuff like that. But like when we were, when we worked together, like it was great. Um, and then my sophomore year of college, he actually transferred. And I feel like that's when I really got into a routine before it was like wishy-washy. Like I obviously love to work out, but I didn't really know what suited me. Like I didn't know if lifting was good for me or cardio was good for me. Little did I know. The combination of both is what's the best for me, but I didn't know that at the time. And when he finally transferred and we like had like, you know, we were living together and like we had a good routine is when I really, really, really fell in love with health and fitness and wellness and all that stuff. That is when I fell in love. So babe, if you're listening to this, (laughs) kudos to you because you definitely got my love for health and fitness in the right place. Because this is when I had that consistent routine and I really started loving this like field of fitness and how I felt when I lifted weights and all that stuff. Not saying that I had it right yet, but I was on the right track. And this is when I I had not like counted macros, counted calories. I had not done any of that yet. I mean, 
not in the right way. When I was younger, I did do that, but I was eating, what, 700 calories a day, counting saltines. Like, that didn't really make any sense, but whatever. Back, back to what I was saying. Um, that is when, okay, so sophomore year, I really started getting my love for fitness and et cetera. And that's when I started lifting weights properly. Not like dummy weights, you know what I mean? Like I really had a routine. I figured out what was working for me. I had consistent days where I would do consistent, I mean, what I, where I would do certain, you know, body parts, Monday legs or Tuesday shoulders or blah, 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 blah. And fast forward to now, I like have the best relationship with food and weightlifting that I ever have ever. And I'm going to tell you, I got a coach. I got a fitness coach. His name is Alex Bush, physical development, or sorry, physique development. This is who I work with and it changed my life. Like literally changed my life. I've been working with them for about a year now. It's been September. Yep. September was when I started. I started before my wedding. Cause I was like, you know what? Like I just need to get a coach. Okay. I, I feel good, but I don't feel the best. And I really just want someone to tell me what I need to be eating, how many macros I need to be eating, how much I need to be weightlifting. Like it just was so more complex than I was thinking about it. And so I got a coach and I eat a lot of food now <laughs> and I lose weight. Like, and I look better than I have ever looked. And I, and I give it up to that. I give it up to really investing in myself and really just learning and doing knowledge on it and just figuring out what works for me because what works for someone else is not going to work for me and I was big into like Instagram fitness and watching all these fitness people on Instagram and their workouts and none of those workouts work for me like none of those workouts work for me really what works is compound movements and they figured that out the hard way so sorry for this rant but I really just wanted to address that because a lot of people may think that, oh, you look so good. Like, what did you do? It's not been, it's not been like a overnight thing. It's been since 2000, God, before, even before 2015, probably 2015 though, that I've been weightlifting and like really like paying attention to what I should do. So what is it? 2022? It's been a long time. So I did want to set that straight. And I do thank you so much for all the great comments and um, questions that you have about it. So I will give you any of my knowledge. I've learned so much through having a coach, a fitness coach, and every fitness coach has a coach. Like it's like very, very normal. And it's so beneficial because you learn from different people and you figure out what works best for your body. And I absolutely adore having a coach. I will tell you that. But on the topic of nutrition, nutrition, you can have a coach give you macros and you can have a coach tell you how much you need to eat, but you are the one who puts the food into your mouth. You are the one. I eat everything I want to eat, pizza, donuts. I eat anything I want, but I do, I am cognitive of the fact that I can't do that every day. And I do need to nourish my body with whole foods and things that will be good for me in the long run. For me, um, just everyone's, you know, mal meta metabolic system is different and how you process food and how you metabolize food is going to be different than the person, I mean, than your sister, than the person next to you. So for me, um, the food aspect, I believe that it has a lot to do with you. You know what goes well with your body. Maybe you don't like, maybe you can't eat lactose. Maybe you can't eat gluten. So you really just have to figure out what works for you and for me I saw the biggest 
change in my body composition and my body fat percentage when I started eating a lot of protein, a lot of protein. I eat 140 grams of protein a day. That's a lot, okay? But I did notice that it completely changed my body, like completely. And I just prioritize that. In the mornings, I make sure I have something with protein in it, whether it be eggs or protein smoothie or protein powder in my coffee. Like it really, you really need to prioritize that because I know it's so hard for people, especially if you track your macros, to hit your protein goal. Trust me, because in the beginning, I was like, how the hell do I eat 140 grams of protein? Like how? How am I going to do that? Like five ounces of chicken only has... 20 grams of protein like it it was very hard in the beginning but once I got it down it's like super easy now and I never like not never but it's very rare for me to miss a day of protein I usually sometimes even go over but I did go through trial and error of trying to find a protein powder because my stomach is very sensitive to lactose and to protein powder and stuff like that so it was a long trial and error period and you know just finding habits just to make sure that I get that protein in every single day. So yeah, please remember that everyone's experience is different. And my experience may not be what's going to work for you, but I really just wanted to explain how it's a lot deeper than it looks with every person. You know, you can see someone lost 60 pounds, but there's something deeper than that. There, I mean, so obviously what worked for them may not work for you and etc. So I did want to touch on that because I think it's very important. And if you're being open with people that are listening to you and that are taking the time out of their day, you don't want to be fake. You want to, you want to tell them the truth. So yes, that is my journey with where I am now. Um, I adore weightlifting and I do do cardio. I do implement cardio into my routine now, but I went through a period where I did no cardio. So I think that my body responds well to cardio and weightlifting at the same time because I definitely see the difference in it, in like my body. So yeah, that works for me. I don't run. I hate running. I actually walk on an incline, but walking on an incline for me, for you, maybe playing tennis or going for a run. It really just depends. I, that's just personally what I enjoy and what I find not the most like tedious and dreading cardio (laughs) activity for me, you know? (laughs) Well, this episode ended up just being about fitness (laughs) and health, but clearly you know that I adore this topic and I really just want to share it with you. Again, we'll talk about something different every single episode or maybe not even different. We'll talk about the most requested topic, I guess, on each episode is what I should say. But this week, I'm happy that we went over these topics because they've been on my mind and I know that you guys wanted to hear a little bit about it. Another tidbit I will share is waking up early in the morning has absolutely changed my life. This like habit of waking up early is you hear all these millionaires and how did you get there? What's your biggest tip? And they, all of them say, wake up (laughs) early in the morning, have a routine. And it's so, so true. Once I really started waking up early in the morning and like doing the work to just get up and have a routine, wake up, do my skincare, go make my coffee go start to go start working or go for a walk or go do your cardio. It changed my life, changed my life because when I was just letting myself sleep till nine, 10 in the morning, like I felt like my day was like literally over 
and it's noon right now and I feel like I have done so so much today and ever since I did start doing that I feel like my days are longer and I'm more capable of doing more things throughout the day and I know a lot of people have a tough time with that I also got this question of like what do you do um you know what habits do you do to make sure that you get up early or what what's your morning routine like and I've done a few actual TikToks of what my mornings look like but my tip is just be productive in the morning because if you're productive in the morning, it'll like trickle down into the day. Like you will continue to be productive during the day because you started the morning being productive. If you are in the morning just being like, Bleh, like not doing anything, I'm just going to sit here on TikTok. Like your day is going to kind of like also segue into that same kind of habit. You know what I mean? So yeah, that also is a huge, 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 huge thing that changed my life and changed the way I view my days was getting up early and just starting my day as when I wake up, not sitting in bed for two hours. Sitting in bed for two hours is not going to do anything for me. It's the same thing as sleeping. So waking up, getting up, getting my coffee, getting my caffeine in, getting my workout done in the morning has just, you know, I just, it just, again, has changed my life. And I highly, highly, highly recommend so if you guys need, you know, tips on how to do that or what worked best for me, I would be happy to talk about that. This is typically where I think I would do the question segment because we've gone over now three, four topics. And now this is where we would really dive deep into the questions that people have and we would go over them together. So I just want to let you know that just, you know, so you know for the next episode. Um, it'll definitely, obviously, I think be longer than this, but... Yeah, I'm just so excited, guys. This is so fun. I love talking to you. I feel like you're literally all here and I'm talking to you. So that's just really fun. Thank you so, so much for listening. And guys, happy Pumpkin Spice Day. Today's the first day that Pumpkin Spice is at Starbucks. And I'm so pissed because I went to get Starbucks this morning. I was like, mm, I feel it. I'm going to treat myself. Yeah, I didn't get it and I totally forgot. So don't be like me. And I know this is going to be after August 30th, but go get your pumpkin spice cold brew. Pumpkin spice cold, no, cold brew with pumpkin spice foam on top. That's the best. That's my favorite. But yeah, thank you so, so much for listening in. I'm so excited to do this and I'm so excited. I'm going to do this every week. We'll have maybe one or two episodes a week. Definitely one, but depending on how much I want to talk, <laughs> we can do two. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. I'm so excited, and I hope you guys have the best, best day ever. Bye.